You are a Locked On Braves postcast, part of Locked On Sports Atlanta, your team every day. The Braves returned home to Truist Park, and they carried over their winning ways from the recent road trip. And now it's six in a row for the suddenly red-hot Atlanta Braves. And what a game it was for Kyle Wright, Ronald Acuna Jr. and company as they welcomed the Oakland Athletics to town on Tuesday night and began just as picked up right where they left off from the road trip with a 3-2 victory. Welcome into the Braves postcast. I'm Grant McCauley. He's Jake Mastriani. This is part of the all-new Locked On Sports Atlanta. We hope that you have already hit subscribe, but if you haven't, Go ahead, hit that button, enable those alerts so that you'll get a notification anytime we drop a new episode. And if you like this postcast, you're going to love everything else that Jake has coming for you all summer long. So make sure you're subscribed to Locked On Braves wherever you get your podcast. Well, let's talk about not just being locked on, but let's talk about being locked in because I think that Kyle Wright went right over a speed bump in the first inning and turned in one of the best performances of his career as he pitched eight innings and mowed down the Oakland Athletics in Atlanta's 3-2 win. What a performance, Jake. Yeah, absolutely. And like you said, giving up two in the first inning, things could have gone sideways for him. I didn't think he'd pitch particularly bad in that first inning. Uh, the A's just found some holes. He made a mistake to Elvis Andrus, and Andrus uh, shot it through the gap the other way. But uh, yeah, I didn't think he pitched bad in that first. He settled down and did what he needed to do against, uh, honestly, an Oakland A's offense that is not very good, one of the worst in all of baseball. But don't discredit what Kyle Wright did coming back after that inning and going eight, like you said. Uh, just really great performance by him. Yeah, we're going to talk a lot more about Kyle Wright. We're also going to be talking a lot about Ronald Acuna Jr. If you're wondering, hey, where's the power been for this guy? Well, he showed you in Colorado he can hit a long home run, but that's Colorado. He also showed you at Truist Park he could hit not one but two home runs and that helped the Braves match the Oakland Athletics runs, uh, run scoring, the early output. And then it was Guillermo Heredia, the late add to the lineup, who hit the go-ahead home run in the seventh inning to help the Braves win this game. Let's jump inside the line score for game number 56 for the Braves. Game one of two, this very brief series against the Oakland Athletics. The uh, A's dropped to 20 and 37, two runs, five hits, no errors for them. Braves are 29 and 27, three runs, all on solo homers, nine hits, no errors for Atlanta on the night. Kyle Wright picking up the win. He's now 6-3. and three. Lou Trevino was the man who served up the home run. It was first pitch and gone. A leadoff blast in the seventh inning for Guillermo Heredia. Not Ronald Acuna Jr. It was a leadoff blast from Guillermo that put the Braves on top. Trevino drops to 1-4. and four. Kenley Jansen with a nice, quiet ninth inning. His 15th save of the year. The game lasted two hours and 19 minutes. So if you, you, know, if you just settled in a little bit late, you probably didn't catch as much of the Braves as you're accustomed to. One of the quickest games of the year, if not the quickest. And uh, 33,981 fans were at Truist Park to see it. And, Jake, they filed in and got to see what I feel, again, was one of Kyle Wright's best performances, his line on this night. Keep in mind the first three hitters all reached, all with hits, and it was 2 nothing athletics, about quick as you could settle into your seat at Truist Park. But eight innings of five-hit ball, only those two runs, no walks, and seven strikeouts. And Kyle Wright mowed down the last 14 hitters in a row to close out this performance. I loved seeing him go back out there in the eighth inning. I love the result even more than that. But we just continue to see Kyle Wright prove to you that this is not just some kind of blip on the radar where he strings together two or three good starts. This is Kyle Wright. 
Yeah, and I, I love this performance. I mentioned at the top, you know, the A's are not a very good offense, but you still have to go after these guys. And that was my key on Locked On Braves previewing this game is one to see Kyle attacking the zone. He did that in the first inning. And like I said, the A's happened to find a couple of holes and scored a couple of runs after those first three hitters, though. Just two hits the rest of the way, and the big key for me, no walks. And he walked five guys his last time out in Colorado. Still ended up being a solid start, but wasn't able to go as deep as he was in this one because of all those walks. So he was attacking the zone early, 105 pitches, 74 of them for strikes. So I'd love to see that from Kyle Wright, who has really great stuff. And when he's trusting it in the zone, he's going to get weak contact like he did tonight, an average exit velocity against of just 84 miles per hour 20 swings and misses he got 10 on that curveball just had everything working had some great defense behind him as well great catch from michael harris in center field yeah and i loved the emotion you talked about him going back out there for the eighth i love the emotion of him coming off the mound Mm -hmm. probably knew that was his last batter just an absolutely filthy curveball there to get the strikeout to end it and just you know, pumping his fist. You don't see that much emotion out of Kyle Wright very often. Uh, so I loved seeing that there. And yeah, just what a great performance by him, especially again, after what happened with the first three batters of the game, all reaching and being down to nothing. Uh, just incredible. If there was any question over the first four years and the opportunities that he had prior to 2022 to prove himself in rotation, let me tell you, Kyle Wright is a major league starting pitcher and he's continued to prove that every fifth day. I also looked at something kind of interesting just about who's behind the plate when Kyle Wright has success this year because he's had quite a bit of it. William Contreras caught for the sixth time in 11 starts for Kyle Wright. Coming into this one, 30 and a third innings, a 1.19 ERA. William behind the plate again, two earned over eight innings. So that ERA might bump up ever so slightly, but we're talking about an ERA sub one and a half. I know that William was down in Gwinnett when Kyle Wright was making all the important changes that have really helped him transform into the pitcher he is this year. I would imagine, Jake, that being familiar with your battery mate like that, that has to just be one more thing, one more layer of confidence and just one more thing you have going for you. Yeah, absolutely. And look, William has made strides defensively this year for sure. I think it's been pretty obvious blocking pitches. And I think obviously being around Travis Darno, more has probably helped him with calling games because we know TDA does a great job of that as well. But yes, the chemistry that... Uh, Contreras and Wright had it. Gwinnett last year when, like you said, Wright really started to figure things out. I think that does help a ton. But yeah, Contreras in particular, I think he's he's shown now, I think, that he can be the, the catcher of the future for mm-hmm. Atlanta. I don't know that I would have said that last year, but with what we've seen this year at the plate and I think the strides he's made defensively have kind of given me that confidence in him that he could be that catcher long term. Yeah, I think that he could. And I think so many people last year when he came up and he showed those flashes, he hit some home runs, but there were just nights that you looked at how I think the staff was handled and just what was going on behind the plate, particularly blocking balls and things of that nature, where it didn't really look like he was quite ready. And he got forced into action, let's be honest, because the Braves were trying anything they could to fill the void left by the injury to Travis Darno. And, you know, you learn a lot through your struggles. You learn a lot by experience. And I think that William has taken that what he was able to do in Gwinnett after the fact, and then came back in and, hey, Shay Langoliers got traded. He's an Oakland Athletics farmhand now, and this really opens the door for William Contreras to step up and you know, look into you know what could be his role for the future, even though the Braves do have Travis Darno under contract, Manny Pena under contract. you know Opportunities find you, and opportunity has once again found William Contreras. He's making the most of it at the plate. Another multi-hit game for him. He's also making the most behind the plate 
and that's something the Braves very much need to see. We'll talk a little bit about the offense because there wasn't a ton of it, but what there was was certainly memorable on Tuesday night. But first, I want to tell you about Built Bar because Caramel Brownie Bars are available right now at Built.com. you got to act fast because they are a fan favorite. They're going to go fast. Forget about dessert. These are better than dessert. 130 calories, 17 grams of protein, and only 4 grams of sugar. With Built Bar, tasty is the new healthy. Go to Built.com to get your box of Caramel Brownie Bars now. Use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. That is promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Now, things started out with a bang in the bottom of the first inning. It was Ronald Acuna Jr. back in Atlanta and back to hitting leadoff home runs and back to unveiling all of those wonderful celebrations that I guess is going to become a new thing, different style every time. He did the, the Trey Young collaboration on this night. And not one, but two home runs for Ronald. He also let off the third. It's his eighth multi-home run game. The leadoff blast for him, his 24th leadoff home run. So to start a game for the Braves, this guy, you know it's in there. We hadn't seen a ton of home runs, but if you date it back to Sunday, he homered in three consecutive plate appearances. That just lets me know that we've talked about the speed. We've talked about the stolen bases. We've talked about getting him back in the lineup, and the early returns have been good he's looked a lot like Ronald Acuna Jr which is what we expected but Jake the power display a lot of folks were clamoring for that yeah you got it here and you know you knew it was coming um but it's great to see him you know getting back to hitting those majestic home runs those no doubters mm -hmm. and seeing the celebrations I, I I've lost count of how many he does going around the bases now but it's fun to see uh, and obviously him hitting the ball hard 108.3 miles per hour on his first home run 113.8 miles per hour on the second, I mean, these are the types of home runs we're used to seeing from Ronald Acuna Jr. So I think he's starting, uh, I don't know, even know if he's just making an adjustment or, or what. I mean, he's been hitting the balls hard, just not getting the lift on them that we're used to seeing. Maybe he's adjusting to this new baseball. I, I don't know what it is, but I'm certainly glad to see it here for it. He's already got the stolen bases, you know, for too long. He's going to be in the 10-10 the category for home runs and stolen bases. Mm -hmm. I want to see that continue to go, but... I think overall, I think he's just healthy. I think he's feeling yeah. good. You know, he's been playing in the field a lot more recently and getting consistency in the lineup. I think that's huge for Ronald and coming back and just finding that stroke. So, look, I, I love when he's in there. It's the first thing I look at whenever the Braves put out their lineup. Is yep. Ronald in there? Is he in the field? I mean, that's the first thing I look at every day when the Braves play. So, I love seeing him out there. Love to see what he did on Tuesday. And the Braves, quite frankly, needed every bit of it. Yeah, they did, and, and with Ronald Acuna Jr. homering not once but twice in the first three innings, that got things back to even for Kyle Wright, who really never looked back after the first inning. He had things working, and it was good to see that they, there was enough offense happening to make sure that Kyle didn't have to necessarily spend the whole day pitching from behind. I think that can be just a little something that you know gets you a little bit more fired up if you're on the mound as well. It certainly got the crowd of almost 34,000 fired up at Truist Park to see Ronald Acuna Jr. circling the bases a couple of times and doing what I call Ronald Acuna Jr. things. Now, meanwhile, in the seventh inning, we got kind of one of the unsung heroes, a home run from somebody maybe you didn't expect for it to come from because this guy wasn't even in the starting lineup. It was announced less than an hour before the game. Adam Duvall scratched with a triceps issue. Guillermo Heredia in left field, batting eighth, and he was up to start the seventh. Homered off Lou Trevino. That put the Braves up three to two. That got Kyle Wright the lead. That got him in line for the win. He finished the eight innings. Kinley Jansen slams the door. And as we know, with Guillermo Heredia, not a humble. He is going to go out there. He's going to swing big. He's going to celebrate with his teammates. He's going to get them fired up. And he was, as it turned out, 
the right guy and the right spot in the lineup and the right time, the right place to hit that go-ahead bomb. Yeah, and you look at the Braves bench and Orlando Arcia, Guillermo Heredia, William Contreras, I guess you consider him part of the bench. He's been getting you know pretty regular reps, but you look at what those guys have done off the bench this year when they've been called upon, and you know with the DH, they're not needed quite as much, especially because Acuna and Ozuna are going to be in those spots the majority of the time. But they deliver. And, you know, whether it's, you know, Heredia with the defense, which has been good, and the, the outfield defense in this game was just tremendous and, you know, played a big role in Kyle Wright's great night. But, you know, he, he's made some he's made some great plays defensively. He's, he's He gave the team a spark earlier in the year in a couple of games as well. I know he's been striking out a ton, but it just feels like Heredia always kind of brings something, brings some sort of spark energy like you talked about. But I think the Braves bench has been kind of unheralded a little bit this year and how great that they've been, again, when called upon, not needed a lot. Uh, and so, yeah, I mean, Duvall, you know, gets scratched already. It comes in and he ends up, you know, getting the go ahead home run. I just think that that speaks to this this Braves bench. They're all involved. You look at the home runs you, and the, the double by Ozzy and you look at Orlando Arcia, who knows he's probably hitting good enough to play every day right now and he's just not because they don't have room for him and he's still up on the top of of the of the dugout you know cheering on yep. his teammates i mean all these players just stay engaged and when they're called upon so far this year they've delivered yeah they really have and i i also look at the kind of moments that we're seeing this club have over the past week these were not the kind of moments that were very common in the first 6 or 7 weeks of the season this wasn't the comeback happy Braves. This wasn't the never count them out Braves that we've seen the past four years, but they're starting to find a little bit of that. And I know there was a lot made of a team meeting that was had on the recent road trip, particularly after that sloppy loss in Arizona to start that series. And that, of course, you know, you, you didn't want that to, to play out that way, but I think that the wagons had to be circled. That's kind of the phrase I've used for it because the Braves knew as much as anybody watching that they weren't playing like the team that they are. Now, all of a sudden, they are playing a lot like that team. We're seeing those moments. We're seeing different players on different nights come through with big hits. We're seeing different performances, either in the starting rotation or in the bullpen, that make you feel like, okay, everybody's got a role to play here. Everybody's going to be able to play that role. And this was just one of those nights. You weren't going to blow out the other team. You're going to score just enough runs. You get a couple from your superstar. You get one from a guy who was thrown into the lineup right before the game. And you get another gem from a kid that is really turning into one of the Braves' best starting pitchers. All of that good stuff and all of that helped the Braves win on this night. So uh, we've got another game to get to to uh, preview for you. As you might hear, there was a thunderstorm that came around. So I'll go ahead and thank uh, Guillermo Heredia for putting the Braves ahead and Kenley Jansen for slamming that door on a two-hour and 19-minute ball game because the heavens have opened up and Truist Park would be not quite underwater, but we would not be playing through the current conditions. Be that as it may, uh, this episode of the Braves Postcast is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it's impossible for your local auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Here's what you do. You go to rockauto.com right now, see all the parts available for your car or truck. You'll find an amazing selection at reliably low prices. Make sure you're right locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they'll know we sent you. All the parts your car or truck will ever need can be found at rockauto.com. Let's talk about game two of the series. Braves are going to look for a sweep of the quick set against Oakland. It's going to be Ian Anderson, four and three on the season. He's on the mound against Jared Keenig, who's going to be making his major league debut against Atlanta. Should be an interesting one, and it'll be good to see Ian get back on the home mound. And I don't know, maybe he can find a little bit of the magic that he has on the road and transfer that on over to Truist Park and help get the Braves in the win column. 
Yeah, I hope so. We'd like to see this streak continue. Meanwhile, the A's are on a streak themselves. I believe they've lost seven in a row now. So, uh, you know, it's a good opportunity for Ian to get going. Like I talked about, Oakland's offense, not very good. I wouldn't be surprised the Braves hitters, you know, need a time or two through the lineup. Hopefully not two, but uh, to see, you know, a guy making his debut before they make some adjustments. But we'd like to see the offense get going. We'd like to see some home runs with runners on base in this one. Uh, A couple of more runs. But, yeah, mainly for Ian Anderson. want to see him have a good start. Uh, against an opponent that you know he should be able to have some success against. Yeah, maybe he's able to steal a page out of Kyle Wright's book and just attack that strike zone. Go right after this lineup and look to get yourself back in the dugout as quickly as you can and let the Braves' offense go to work against, again, a pitcher they're not familiar with because nobody's familiar with him as Keeney's going to make his major league debut. Uh, once again, game two against Oakland on Wednesday at Truist Park, a 7.20 p.m. Eastern time first pitch. Ian Anderson, 4-3 and three on the season. Jared Koenig making his major league debut for the A's, and the Braves are gunning for seven consecutive wins. It took them a while to win three in a row, and like I said last week, you don't have to stop there. You can just keep on winning, and the Braves will be looking to do just that behind Ian Anderson on Wednesday. We'll, of course, have you covered here on the Braves Postcast, part of the all-new Locked On Sports Atlanta. We look forward to coming your way tomorrow after what we hope will be another Braves win. Make sure you're subscribed here on YouTube and to Locked On Braves wherever you get your podcast. He is Jake Mastriani. I'm Grant McCauley. This has been the Braves Postcast following a 3-2 Atlanta win over Oak. We look forward to talking to you tomorrow after another Braves win. Until then, so long, everyone.